The coronavirus is affecting our economy. Let's have a look. Hello everyone, Florian Heiser here, and welcome to another episode of Heiser Says. I've got my stein of coffee, and I thought we would have a look at this article from the ABC. And it's to do with the Western Australia crayfish industry in trouble because of the coronavirus outbreak over in China. And it is a prime example how Chinese economic issues or health issues or other scares can affect our economy here in Australia. Now, Western Australia is the source of most of our exports to China. And a large portion of those are from iron ore. But we, we can see here in this crayfish example what can happen. And because this economic impact will primarily be in China, it is going to have an impact on the Australian economy. Now, I'm just looking at the figures down here. The global impact of SARS was about 100 billion US, 150 billion perhaps, or 30 billion. So the, the range is all over the place. But one can argue that this will have an impact on the Australian economy, as we can see in this article. And just for those of you that don't know, I will bring up one of my favorite websites here and you can see you can see here we'll scroll down to the destinations for our exports 35 percent are to china so slow down in china and 5.8 percent are to hong kong so i mean the, the issue is the issue is if we even have a health scare and economic slowdown in china hong kong and a lot of other asian countries that is going to have an impact on the australian economy that is going to definitely have an impact on the australian economy regardless regardless of how how fast they can find a cure, regardless of how efficiently they can treat people, this, there is still going to be an issue with this. It'll flow through to the rest of the economy. People will take sick days. People will work less. People will stay home and they'll be afraid. So let's have a look at this example from Western Australia. So the WA crayfish industry halts exports as a coronavirus shuts down Lunar New Year celebrations. For the first time, the world's largest rock lobster exporter has put all deliveries on hold as Lunar New Year celebrations are cancelled due to the contravirus, uh, sorry, coronavirus outbreak in China. Despite strong prices for Western rock lobster early in the week, Geraldton Fisherman's Cooperative, which controls more than 60% of WA rock lobster catch, mandated a halt to deliveries after a sharp drop in demand caused prices to fall. Dramatically, Chinese New Year is a peak time for the fishery with lobsters a main feature at banquets and celebrations. Well, I'm sure they would be that. I mean, they're looking quite, uh, quite delicious, actually, just watching that. Traditionally, prices soar, but instead prices across the board were placed at zero dollars per kilogram as a signal that trading must stop. So fisheries praise the Chinese response. In a statement, Geraldton Fisherman's Cooperative Chief Executive Officer Matt Rudder said it is the first time the organization has mandated a halt on deliveries. It has been encouraging to see the Chinese government response to this outbreak has been decisive and swift, Mr. Rudder said. So we remain optimistic that the situation will be contained and the impact on our markets will be short-lived. The cooperative said, the pause in supply was due to an unexpected and sharp drop in demand in what was normally a high demand holiday period. It said lobster imports to China continued to flow, but further deliveries are suspended because of the current catch rates and present lower demand. 
there was a risk that stocks would build, putting pressure on prices and the market. While the prices have dropped symbolically to nothing, it will not necessarily mean locals will be able to access cheap crayfish in Western Australia. Oh, bugger. So we're not, we're not going to get cheap, uh, cheap lobster here in Australia. The cooperative told the ABC it is unlikely to have a noticeable impact on the local market as lobsters can be stored in tanks for the right conditions for many weeks at a time. While in Tasmania, hundreds of fresh log rock lobsters are being sold on social media for about $50 direct from fishermen. Well, there you go. Good call, but market reliance raises questions. Before the decision was made, it was all systems go in the WA's Midwest with H-grade rock lobsters, the largest size most popular with Chinese buyers, reaching a record price on Tuesday of $105 a kilogram. Geraldton fisherman Justin Puratoni said the freeze was unexpected with demand so high early in the week, but he said as long as the halt does not last more than a week, it should not have a big impact. So here we go. They're hoping it's only a week. Do you think it will only last a week? Even if they resolve everything do you think consumers will in china do you think they will respond so quickly or do you think people will be afraid do you think these celebrations are called off what's going to drive it back it may not be at record heights it may jump up a little bit maybe then in a couple of weeks consumers here in australia will start seeing cheaper product we've never been told not to bring in our craze he said i mean the cooperative has to be cautious we don't want them to have a whole factory full of crayfish and then not be able to get rid of them. At the end of the day, as shareholders, we'll have to pay for that. So yeah, it was probably a good call on their behalf. With 97% of the cooperative's cash exported to China, 97%, 97%, that is ludicrous. How dependent are they on one market? That is insane. That is just crazy. How, how, can someone explain to me as a business person how you would allow that? How has the co cooperative allowed themselves to get into this situation where they are nearly 100% exporting to one country? What if it's a three-month ban? What are they going to do? What other options do they have? This is the most ludicrous thing from this entire article, everyone. This is crazy. I was in a situation where, you know, we were a small business... And we'd be like getting 80% of our revenue from one client when we had some of these big mining jobs or these big retail jobs. And that would terrify me. It would terrify me. Because that means I was so busy working on that, I, I need to get out there and drum up more work just to get the balance right. But 97% is insane. How have, how have they allowed that to happen? How have they allowed that to happen? So the situa situation had brought... Up concerns about relying on one customer. No, da. This is this is insane. This just this. Well, there you go. This sort of thing brings it to the forefront. He said. There are just no other markets at the moment that are willing to pay what China wants to pay. Well, there you go. That's the problem. You're getting you're getting greedy, and I understand why. I mean, good on them, but you need to diversify, guys. You need to have security. In other markets, spread it out a bit. Fisheries Minister praised sensible decision. 
Acting Fisheries Minister David Templeman praised the co cooperative for taking such precautions. The important thing is, this is a decision that has been made by the cooperative itself, and they are autonomous in that respect, he said. The industry is a very important one to Western Australia, and they, and they have their reasons in regard to that decision. The full impacts, of course, will really depend on how long the virus remains a world health concern. Mr. Templeman said at this stage in the year, the industry should not be impacted negatively. I'm just shocked that there's so much of it is going to China in this one industry. 97%. This reminds me of just a, you know, a foreign investment. Foreign investment in housing was over 90%. We really are dependent on China, aren't we? This is crazy. How many jobs are dependent on China and WA? How many of these mortgages that are in arrears are dependent on China and WA? The lobster industry in WA is managed by quotas. The quota this year, sorry, the quota year had only recently begun and there are still some 11 months for the quotas to be reached, he said. I would be hopeful, as many others are, that this virus will be addressed and indeed the impacts and spread will be contained and then we will return back to normal market processes. Mr. Templeman said, it is not yet known how other export industries will be impacted but another concern is tourism. Well, let's just bring up the tourism information here in Australia, guys. And you can see in Australia, tourism is about 3.1% of the national GDP and $60.8 billion. And a big chunk of that, where do you think it's coming from? From China. Big portion of our workforce. So that'll flow through. So we're seeing the impacts of this, even if, even if the health risks are managed, if they contain it, if they're issues here and i know people on social media are going oh they should stop all flights from china stop all flights from china guys we're dependent on china as a nation what would happen what would happen we're not like north korea so it is the chart well i guess north korea is dependent on china in some ways it is the chinese new year celebrations and chinese travel is very very strong and there are potentially impacts on events and possibly other exports, he said. So there are ramifications and considerations to be taken into account. But when we, when we have worldwide a potentially serious situation such as this, it is important to mitigate and be cautious, he said. So here we can see the impact of this virus on one industry in Western Australia. But what is so concerning to me is that industry that controls 60% of the crayfish catch in Western Australia is 97% dependent on one destination. Let me know what you think about this, guys, in the comments below. Thank you for watching. That, that's a lot worse than I thought with regards to how dependent that industry is on China. It's crazy. Please like, share, and subscribe. If you're a fan of the channel and want to really help, we have a Patreon where you can make a small monthly donation. We also have the ability for you to join the channel here on YouTube where you can get access to badges and emojis. We have the ability for you to use our referral links at Independent Reserve, at Amazon and eBay where you can make a consumer purchase or do a trade and we receive a small commission that costs you nothing. We have Pocket Squares for sale on the Heiser Says website. And finally, we have PayPal for you to make a direct contribution. Take care, everyone. Have a great day and I will talk to you in the next video. Bye for now.